What's up, guys? Happy Sunday. It's episode 294. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Happy Sunday. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Hit that subscribe button. I'm here every week. I used to say I'm here seven days a week, but those days, those days are gone. I feel every time I, this is the third week in a row now that I've done one podcast a week and I feel so out of sorts. Like I, I feel like I need to catch you up a whole week now. I need to recap what I talked about last week, which I completely forgot about. Anyways, um, I, 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 ah! Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, Jacqueline, I don't know if you can hear my air conditioner on my AC in the background, uh, but I'm taking a chance with the audio because it's currently sunset. It's 6.32 PM and I'm sweaty. Okay. And my dog is sweaty and he has a skin condition right now. Let's talk about that. Okay. So first of all, I went rock climbing yesterday. We'll talk about that. I'm going to basically, okay, let me tell you about the episode. Episode 294. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about me. Okay. This is my show. It's the Jacqueline. I need to stop with the noises. It's the Jacqueline Monroe show and it's all about me. Okay. I'm basically going to walk you through the events of the, the events of my life over the last seven days and then there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and I'm gonna I might touch on Afghanistan I might touch on that like I I, I got some thought I have I have some thoughts but I feel like we're mostly gonna I don't know I'll probably talk about that at the end if I feel like it but overall I'm super uh sad and the whole situation is just heartbreaking and like these fucking these poor people are being bullied by the fucking Taliban Taliban how did I loved how Obama said Taliban I think he said no how did he say he said like a word Iraq no how did he say Iraq I don't know I just liked how he spoke about the Middle East the words like the pronunciations that he uh used what am I saying oh my god okay Jacqueline back to the task at hand first of all dog has a skin okay I'm going to tell you about how my dog has a skin issue and I got to tell you about rock climbing what's on this list here I have a whole oh I got to talk to you about the car crash from last week update on that um and yeah okay anyways first of all Jimmy's getting castrated on Wednesday okay he's a boy he's a nine-month-old golden retriever okay and it's part of his journey in life. It's going to be part of his journey in life to uh, live without balls. And that's happening Wednesday. However, God, Eric, this happens every episode. I'm like, I just want to, I, I want to redo the intro. I want to start this over because I don't edit the show. I just talk in one take and I'm feeling that right now. I'm feeling like, Jacqueline, what did you just say about Obama pronouncing the Taliban Taliban or how did he say I honestly is that a sound effect on like a YouTube I bet I bet there's like YouTube clips of him talking 
Obama saying Taliban. <laughs> this is, why does my brain do this? Obama, Obama, Obama Taliban, Obama. I'm saying it weird. I shouldn't even be making. I shouldn't even be giggling saying. Here. What, what year? 2009. Al Qaeda and its allies. The terrorists who planned and Al Qaeda and its allies. Wait. The terrorists who may be clear. The 9/11 attacks are in pocket. Multiple intelligence estimates attacks on the United. Dude, States. he was such a good president. Like when he spoke. Oh my God, I'm starting to get. Uh, okay, hold on. States homeland from its safe. He has conviction when he speaks. Like you feel like you can. Like, oh God, I don't want to bring up Biden, but what the fuck? You guys have all seen those videos of like two weeks ago, what he said. It's just, it's crazy. Okay. In Pakistan. That's it. <gasps> Wait, he said Pakistan, Pakistan. Pakistan. Wait. And if the Af and if the Afghan government in Pakistan, the state's homeland from its safe haven in Pakistan, state's homeland from its safe haven in Pakistan. I don't know. I think that was the word I, I was thinking of Pakistan. I just liked how he said the words. Jimmy's got his, his nose in my sleeve right now. How does he say? Falls to the Taliban. Yeah, there he said Taliban. Wait, wait, wait. Government falls to the Taliban. The ta Government falls to the Taliban. Government falls to the Taliban. I don't even know if you guys can hear that because the air conditioner is on right now. And anyways, um, oh God. Okay. Hold on. Let me get up and turn off my air conditioner because I don't know. This is going to be kind of loud. I feel like. We're just taking a little break. <laughs> We're taking a beginning of the podcast break. I can't even tell a single story straight. Okay, so Jimmy is... Uh, he's His skin is raw, okay? I went to pet him, and I noticed a little crusty thing on his back that was kind of... It was like... It was huge. It was a little. It was like the size of an AirPods case in diameter um and the thickness too like it was a thick scab it was like he had an airpod case scab on his back anyways it's on his low back i pet him all the time i'm constantly brushing him i can't believe i just noticed this it seems like it had been there for a while like it's scabbed over right so anyways i immediately freaked out i was like i was inspecting it uh he wasn't like squealing or acting uncomfortable I haven't been noticing him I haven't been noticing him itch uncontrollably or act weird um anyways I inspected it and I was like oh my god this is really bad it's like a giant crusty scab and it looked like it was infected so I immediately threw him in the shower I was like I'm got I gotta go clean this up I gotta get him well stop I stopped everything I was doing and showered him and then I kind of like picked the scab off and cleaned it up really good it's kind of disgusting but dude this is what you sign up. I feel like you don't know when you first get a puppy like you don't know what you're getting like okay Jacqueline I guys I don't know how to I, I'm having a hard time telling stories and carrying on a conversation alone right now this is not something this is not something I used to struggle with in the past on the on the podcast and I feel like I'm struggling today Okay, I can always slow down. I can always slow down. Okay. When you get a dog by yourself, 
you don't really know what you're getting into until things happen, if that makes sense. Um, like day one, if you guys remember back in February, the first night I got him, he shit, excuse me, he had, he had bloody diarrhea. Uh, he had five accidents of bloody diarrhea all over my white sheets throughout the night. The first night I got him. Okay. He was eight weeks old. And that was, so that was, that's what I, that's what, uh, that was my first experience getting a puppy, uh, day one. What am I saying? Okay. So anyways, things happen, they come up and then you have to deal with it. You have to call the vet. You have to take them in. You have to like look stuff up on Google constantly. Like, so yeah, like one of my Google searches on my, my tabs here is like, can you put hydrogen peroxide on a dog wound? And apparently that's not recommended. But like, I'm constantly looking stuff up. Anyways, I clean it. I'm trying to cut to the chase here about his, his whole body's covered in this rash. Okay. It's not just that spot. It's not just that scab, that giant scab I picked off in the shower. It's his whole body. So I get him out, dry him off. I go about my day and then he rolls over on his back and I was petting his belly. And I was like, oh fuck. I'm like, why does his skin look so red? And he's got long hair. He's a golden retriever. And I start peeling the little hair away, kind of inspecting each little nook and cranny under his armpits, especially were raw, his whole belly, everything's red and raw. Like he's being eaten alive by a fucking parasite. I don't know. Or he's allergic to something. I can't think of anything he'd be aller allergic to because I've been giving him the same stuff for his whole life. And this just happened. So I don't know what's going on. He's got surgery Wednesday. I called the vet. They said, we're going to check him out before he goes in, uh, to get, the surgery will make sure he's, he's good. Cause we don't want him. We don't want his skin to be, uh, infested and like having a reaction when we're going to cut him open. So chances are he's probably fine and might need some medication or ointment. But anyways, that's the latest on Jimmy. He's nine months old. He's amazing. You guys all see him. If you follow me on Instagram, you see all the like I'm, I'm literally about, I should just make him his own Instagram page, but it is what it is. Like all my story is every day. It's just Jimmy. It's like, what's, what's Jimmy doing? You know, in the morning, what's he doing in the afternoon? It's like us on a walk, him laying down, looking cute on the couch, him, uh, playing with a toy. Like it's just constantly Jimmy on my story, but, um, yeah, he's good. Uh, okay. Next thing on the list. So that was the first story. Uh, for, so I, I feel like I just covered a topic. First topic was Jimmy's skin rash, sh me showering with him. I always, I always throw my back out when I do that. Oh my God. I've told this story so many times. I bathe him. I don't take him to a groomer. I just do it in my uh, shower. And every time I bathe him, I'm hunched over like a question mark. What's the shape? Yeah. Like a question mark. I'm hunched over like a question mark. And I throw my back out and I forget to brace, brace my core. And I, my, my, I'm just, cause I, I have to bend over to scrub them and it takes a while to, to do it. And anyways, I actually have a chair in my shower. <laughs> I have this like chair thing. And I've said in my head, I've said in my head so many times, okay, next time I wash them, I'm just going to sit here and do it. I'm not going to stand. And I always stand and I always throw, throw my back out and whatever. So He's good though. Okay. Next story. Um, should I, I got a whole list here. I actually took notes. 
Um, I don't like that I wrote in orange ink. I don't like that I wrote in orange ink. It's hard to read. Um, my I wrote, my sleep routine is a joke. Yep. So for about... I'm going to put this back. This is a boring topic to even listen to. Like, oh, her sleep routine. Like, she's struggling with sleep. Like, I don't know how to make this interesting for you, but it's a life update. This is something that's going on. Uh, this podcast in the past, when I did it every single day of the week, was like an audio diary. So anything that happened throughout the day, I, w I would report on. Um, like, every little detail of my life was reported on. So that's kind of what I'm doing here today, even though this... Okay. So... Yeah, I'd say since, like, May, I just, I don't sleep good, okay? I don't sleep good. I I fall asleep easily. I've never had, sh a, I've never had the issue where I can't fall asleep, Um, but I think, I'm just, I, I think what it is, is I'm consistently getting, like, sick six and a half hours I rarely get eight hours of sleep I rarely even get seven so I think that's what it, it's like um over time it's starting to really affect my body I don't know guys I don't know I don't know I feel like I, I feel like I function well here's what I think here's what I think uh and also like what's new I think I drink too much caffeine and I need to scale back and I've talked I've talked about this so many times and like oh I need to cut back on caffeine blah, blah. but like I really need to commit to it and do it because I make I don't know like for upon waking up I put down I have a barista express coffee machine I put down I do two double shots on ice and I make an iced Americano while I walk my dog so that's what, four, wait, two, four shots of espresso at like, I wake up at 5.30, 6 a.m. Okay. I can't even do anything without that. So that's a problem, first of all. In fact, I can't even like function throughout, like I can't even, sometimes I'm like, I can't even brush my teeth. I can't even like make my bed. I can't even like pet my dog until I've had that coffee it's kind of like that like I, I'm such a zombie and I'm such a like slow motion foggy person until I have that coffee so anyways uh I think I should scale that back to maybe a shot or two or wait and just force myself to wait until like 8 a.m I don't know guys it's a broken record I don't want to make this a whole segment but yeah sleep's been sucking I am not I think the problem is also that I, okay, I think, let me take a drink of my bubbly. I'm drinking a bubbly. I didn't even tell you guys what I'm drinking. Bubbly grapefruit, sparkling water. Did I see a TikTok or some shit that said this has sawdust in it? Does this have cellulose in it? Yeah, I saw this TikTok that was like, this is why the, the food system is killing us. It was like cellulose is considered edible or no cellulose is basically ground up sawdust and the FDA or whoever the, whoever certified, whatever they class it's edible. It's tech. They said it's technically edible. So they use it as a substitute for like flowers and stuff. I don't know why that would be in here in this sparkling water, but God, I love TikTok. I barely retain any information I learn on it. Um, <gasps> 
speaking of that, here's a new tangent before I, um, did I even finish the sleep topic? Uh, we can, I think we, oh, oh, I was just going to say that I don't have a strict bedtime. And I think that's something I should improve as well. So like cut back on caffeine, force myself to have a bedtime. Cause I think if I consistently have the same bedtime, this is so like 101, how to be a person. Like your mom teaches this to you when you're five years old, learning how to have a bedtime routine. Like I know this is boring and not interesting, but yeah, like Jacqueline, go to bed at 10 30, 11, 10 30, go to bed at 11, 11 30, go to bed at midnight, go to bed, Jacqueline, go to bed. At, you can stay on TikTok until like one. Cut off, cut yourself, go to bed at one, wake up at 5 30. <laughs> That's my problem. Like the incon- it's, I'm inconsistent because some nights I'm super tired and I just naturally fall asleep around 10 30. That's like when my body's ready to go to bed, like naturally. And then the other nights, I'm entertaining myself with, oh, the show. I also wrote this down. My current show that I'm watching that I'm obsessed with is Billions. Billions on Showtime. So yeah, I'll be on uh, my couch, chilling, watching TV. And then I push myself. Like I'll be tired, but I'll push myself because I want to finish the episode. And then I'm like, oh, I want to watch, watch another episode. So those nights happen. And then also it's 1030. I'm tired. Now I'm in bed. I'm on my phone. I'm on TikTok. I can't stop. 1030 becomes 11, 11. And then I'm like, oh, 30 more minutes, oh, 30 more minutes. And then I'm on Instagram. And then I'm, you know, it's just like, in, so I'm not disciplined. Basically what I'm saying is uh, I need to be disciplined and I'm not. And God, I just, I'm killing my, I'm so, this is not good for my health. I think I would, guys, I just don't feel, here's where I'm at. Let me be honest. What was I going to just talk about? Oh, a TikTok I saw. Let me put a little star, a stupid fucking orange star with my orange, orange pen here to remember TikTok story, um, about why we like TikTok videos. Something new I learned. (sighs) Slow down. Jacqueline, take a drink of your bubbly. I feel like I just got into the flow right here with a podcast episode. Like I just finally feel like I'm at home on the microphone again. It takes me a while. I feel like I, I, I have to warm up talking. I don't know. So I don't know how else to say this other than I just don't feel like I've got a lot of, I, I, what's the word? Like I, the word is vitality, vitality. Like I'm, my, I'm lacking in that area, like vital definition of vitality. Like, you know, you just feel good and you're energized and you're just like, woo, I feel like the state of being strong and active energy, liveliness, life, energy, animation, spirit. Yeah. The power giving circumstance, excuse me, that's not the word. The power giving continuance of life present in all things. The vit in quotes the vitality of seeds. Yeah. I just don't have that little pep in my step. Like I did when I was 18. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm approaching 30. I shouldn't say that. I'm closer to 25 than I am 30. And he stopped saying that. I just, you know what I mean? So I think I'm just caught. I'm always tired. I I don't have a lot of energy to do stuff like I used to. I don't know. Just kind of like, "Eh." maybe that, maybe that has to do with my lifestyle choices. Like I, I don't know. I'm not like a, I don't do 
drink and do drugs and party all the time. I'm not even doing that. It's just like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm very active. I'm, I feel like I eat pretty, I could do better. I feel like I eat healthy. <laughs> I should probably improve that too. Uh, ah, can't we all? Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like, why? I just feel like shit sometimes. Whatever. Um, but I'm like happy. You know what I mean? Like I'm life's good. Things are going well, but my resting state isn't like zesty. Like I want it to be. I think I'm going to go vegan. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to go raw vegan, like freely the fucking banana girl from 2012 and eat bananas all day and drink smoothies and fucking go vegan because vegan, because I did that before, um, back in college and I was vegan for three years and holy shit, the first six months of just eating fruit, you're like, you're like a five-year-old again. Like your, your body's just like, you feel so energized. Like I would jump out of bed with energy. I didn't eat, I didn't drink coffee for those six, six months. I don't even know how I meant. I don't guys, me today would never fucking do that. But sometimes I look back at that time and I'm like, God damn, I felt amazing. Like that's all I need to do. Just a little like detox. Maybe I'll do 30 days. I don't know. People do this shit all the time. I'm not into that stuff though. I think those are like, uh, they're like band-aids like here's a quick fix just drink lemon water for a week or whatever or just like I don't know whole 30 it or I kind of eat whole 30 I'd say that's my style of eating like paleo like fucking you know clean eating I don't know there's like labels for everything but yeah I'm trying to get my vitality back that's my current journey I'm trying to improve my sleep that's probably going to help improve that's probably going to help my vitality um you want to talk Jim say something he's trying to get on the microphone mic check mic check here kiss it boop boop he booped it um I'm people watching right now the sun is setting I got my neighbor oh her puppy's getting huge my neighbor has this little black lab puppy it's starting to get long legs it's so cute um, yeah, the sun is setting here in San Diego. I'm podcasting. I'm knocking this out. You know what? I, I'm not a professional. You know what I mean? I just do this for fun. And I don't know, like, I used to feel like I was really fucking good at podcasting. And like, now that I do it once a week, I'm so, I just don't, I shouldn't even call attention to this and, and volunteer up this information in my head. Cause you guys probably aren't thinking this. You're probably like, oh my God, this is lit. I'm having so much fun hanging out with Jacqueline. Oh my God, this podcast is great. I love listening to it. But I'm in my head. I just don't, I don't know. I'm kind of like, ah, I need to be more, I don't know, like, I should come pre- more prepared or like, think more clearly about what I'm going to say and like what topics I'm going to do and make it make sense. Cause like, what the fuck was I talking about in the beginning? Um, first of all, Jacqueline stops swearing. Okay. I'm just going to tell you the TikTok thing. Let me cross off some notes. Billions. I told you about that. Sleep routine is a joke. I told you about that. Uh, yeah. Oh, football is bad. <laughs> hey, good evening sports fans football is back preseason is upon us bitches and I wrote that down as a note um, that that segment's done I don't have much to say I just know that the fucking Raiders killed us and by us I mean the Seattle Seahawks because that's the only team I'm going to be mentioning this entire season 
uh, not happy about it. Anyways, um, so on TikTok, I was watching a TikTok about TikTok. And basically, the reason we like TikTok so much isn't because of what we think. It's not because this whole, like, we have a short attention span thing. Uh, what am I saying? <laughs> there's like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of content out there about how our phones and phone addiction and social media has create, like has caused us to have a shorter attention span. And I guess that's been debunked. Like there's reports or whatever studies or I don't know that are basically saying that's been debunked. So this TikTok uh, was basically saying that the reason we like these short videos is because we're, we're obsessed with completion. Like the human brain loves to see something go to completion, whether that, and they used it, they used an example like vacuuming, vacuuming up. Is that how you say vacuuming? Vacuuming? The more you say vacuuming, the worse. Oh my God. Don't, I can't say it anymore. Vacuuming, vacuuming vacuuming like if you're vacuuming up sand on your carpet after you've been at the beach all day and you hear that little crunchy sand noise going into your vacuum and you see the sand go off of your rug into it feels good your brain is satisfied okay that's why people love cleaning that was one of the examples and then as far as tiktok videos goes uh you feel it's addicting because you feel good. Like you're that, that you're completing all of these, you're, you're, um, finishing a video, like seeing the, the little ticker thing at the bottom, go to the end is what gets us. That's what makes us addicted to TikTok. It's like completing a video and then another one and then another one. And then thinking, even though you barely retain anything, unless you're taking notes on the TikTok videos, but, um, it also feels good to like learn new information over and over and over and over and over and over and over again so and that's all it's diverse like you're not being fed the same stuff it's like whatever the algorithm is going to give you that day you know what I mean it's 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 like a it's addicting because you never know what you're going to get so yeah uh there's a little fun fact for you for the day it's all about completion what else do we complete that we're obsessed with to completion uh fuck making a meal (laughs) I don't know Dude, cooking an egg. I've been obsessed with these uh, breakfast sandwiches lately. I've been eating a lot of bagels. Um, what are they called? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bagels, sandwiches. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Isn't that the like, typical one everyone eats on an everything bagel? Yeah, I've been eating a lot of those lately with avocado. and But I'm talking about cooking an egg. There's something about that. Like you see it. Like, you guys all know what I mean. Like, you, you see the, it, doing like a sunny side up egg. You see a before and after, and then when it's done, it's like satisfying. That's a stupid example. What's a better one? I can think of a better one. I can think of a better one. Do not writing an essay for a college paper. Fuck that. That doesn't even feel good. Does it feel good? Like, I don't think I ever finished a 10,000 word essay or whatever the assignment was. And felt, and felt amazing writing that last sentence. That, that was like, no, that doesn't feel good. I'll tell you what feels good. Let's segue this into the next topic. 
uh, Jesus, that was a great transition, Jacqueline. I, I completed, so something I completed yesterday was a hike to the top of Lawson Peak, uh, which means I had to climb up on a rock. The peak was, it's, so it's like a rock thing. There's like a bunch of rocks on the top of a mountain. You have to climb up, you have to climb up to the top. And I remember the feeling of standing on the top and going, wow, I did that. I did this. It was 14, it was 1500 feet of elevation. Now let's talk about my hike. Um, that's what I did yesterday. I guess this could be a fun thing. I never, I've never talked about hiking on here or rock climbing or, I mean, I didn't even tell the story of last week, last week and how I went to REI and I bought new, uh, what are they called? Assault shoes? Fuck it, I'm not assault. <laughs> Approach shoes. I don't know if you guys are rock climbers out there or, or outdoors people who, I don't know if you hike, but these shoes have, what's it called? The, uh, what's the bottom of the sole? The, uh, La Sportiva. Let me look at the shoe. Uh, there's a little yellow label that lets you know that the sh- Vibram, is it Vibram soles? It's it's like a little seal, like, oh, these are Vibram. I'm zooming in. V-I-B, yeah, Vibram soles. They have Vibram, Vibram, Vibram soles. So they're super, like, stir, uh, sticky when you do stuff around rocks and uh, <laughs> climb rocks. I don't know. And the toe, they're leather, first of all, so they're super nice. Um, they're called La Sportiva TX4 Approach, Approach Shoes. They're $140. Ugly as shit. These are the most ugly shoes I've ever ever seen in my life. I hate hiking boots. I hate hiking shoes. Uh, I'm doing a 50 mile, 50 mile, fuck. I'm doing a 50 mile hike, a five day hike in September. Yeah. Next month. So I need, I need a good pair of shoes. That's why I got these. And I just... I just think hiking, they're, they're, they're just not cute. But after this hike yesterday to that, the top of the peak, climbing those rocks, I was like, these are the sexiest shoes I've ever fucking seen in my life. I am obsessed with them. I want to wear them every single day of my life. I want to wear them all the time. They're, first of all, they're so comfortable. Like the way they feel when your foot's in there, like it feels amazing, but the way they stick to the rocks, like I was going down uh, steep, like going off of the mountain, I was going down steep, like cliff things. I don't even know. Basically it's like, a, you know what it was? It was like, God just, it's like dumped a bunch of rocks. It's erosion, right? It's coming up from underneath and it like bubbles to the top somehow when the, or is it the terrain gets blown away and then the rocks are there or are they coming up from, is it a, subduction zone what the fuck is this called I don't even know I used to be obsessed with um geology and earth science and plate tectonics and I fucking loved earthquakes and learning all about uh, that kind of stuff basically it's like these huge boulders like giant ass rocks like the size of Costco not that big like the size of a limousine were just placed on top of a mountain so basically when I was walking down them with my La Sportiva TX4 approach shoes, <laughs> I was like sticking to the rocks. I wasn't falling. It was amazing. So yeah, I'm obsessed with these shoes. 
Um, I got them last weekend. REI. Okay, I already said that. Let's talk about the hike. Um, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty athletic. I don't know what am I trying to say. I was kind of surprised by my lungs. Like, I don't. This wasn't easy to me. It was easy. It wasn't easy. It was technical, but I was able to. Like I was power walking. I was trying to make it a workout. I was like getting way ahead of the 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 gang. And uh should I just say it? Fuck it. I think I mentioned it. Nah, I won't say it. Just know I wasn't alone. Basically, I was power walking in my last Portiva TX4 approach. <laughs> and I was just feeling really strong. And I think it's all of this walking I've been doing with my dog every morning and every night. And I've been running more lately. I've been doing this really hard workout class with Travis Elliott every single day. Um, he's a yoga instructor. You can check him out on YouTube. I don't know. I've been doing all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, I went on this hike that... I thought it was going to be a lot more challenging. And I was like, damn, I got, I got, I want to like do this all the time. Like I want to keep, I can't wait for this 50 mile hike. Anyways, um, let's talk about the rock climbing. Cause I'm a, I'm terrified of heights. Uh, I can just look, I can just see the image of a goat standing on the side of a cliff somehow with its tiny hooves somehow clipped on the ledge ever so precisely so it doesn't fucking fall guys have you seen those pictures goats on cliffs I feel like everyone has I've said this before that's a glitch in the simulation that's when you're on a map in a video game and you're in no man's land you're not supposed to be there and some weird shit starts happening and you're all of a sudden like climbing up the side of the map like does anyone know what I'm talking about yeah I feel like that doesn't make any fucking sense like these goats on the cliffs uh, so I also feel like, okay, but I can just see the image of that and immediately get tingly sensations in my feet and my knees. I clench up, I tense up. I just, I freak the fuck out. It's, I'm so terrified of heights. Like I, fe- I, I can just think about it and it hurt. If I see this guy, the free solo climber guy, uh, do a, take an interview for God's sakes. He's not even on the mountain. I'm not even looking at him. I'm a, he's on a podcast having a conversation, him describing things, having a conversation with someone about free solo climbing gives me that tingling sensation. But I faced my fear. I fuck, I fucking, I got to the top of that peak. I felt I com- I went to completion. I climbed that bitch to completion. I faced my fear of heights. I did it. And um, let me get back to the climbing story, the hiking story. I was okay before the, so before I got to the peak, there was a trail and I mean, how well guys, I feel like describing hiking is so fucking boring. First of all, it's like you're on the trail, you've got a destination and you walk the same way back. So yeah, but on the trail, I was scoping out the rocks on the way up. Like I was like, okay, I want this one. I'm going to get this one on the way back. Okay. I want this one. I'm going to get this one on the way back. I knew I was going home with a rock or two or six. I think I have, I, they're in front of me. I have like six rocks that I collected from this hike. But yeah, it was funny. I was like looking at the rocks I wanted to keep. I was trying to remember where they were and they, they were like really pretty white rocks. Cause the clay, it was like orange clay and like dirt, but some of the rocks are bright white and really like crystally looking so 
anyways, um, that was kind of fun. Give it, it gave me something to do on the way up. Um, but then, so we got to the part of the hike where you have to start scrambling. I think it's called, uh, we had to like walk through a bunch of brush. There was overgrown bushes and stuff. We had to like kind of duck down and like get through and you could barely see the trail. And then within that, there's these giant rocks you have to climb up. It felt like I was in, in a elementary school again on the playground. And that was so fun. I was so stoked. Like I wasn't even scared. The only part I got scared was where, when did I have like an oh shit moment? I had one oh shit moment when I took a weird step and I had to catch my balance. But other than that, oh, and when I was shown like, hey, by the way, if you want, we could go over on this cliff and walk around to the summit this way. And you literally walk, which we didn't do because I was like, fuck no. Uh, but I saw the cliff. I got close to the edge. I, I like kind of saw what was going on there. Uh, that part I didn't like. Um, but that was probably the only major thing that freaked me out anyways. But yeah, we were scrambling up to get to the summit. Let me think of what else happened again. How do you describe hiking and make it interesting? Um, I saw like a handkerchief tied on a branch. I don't know. There's some random debris from like people hiking on the way up, like some broken bottles and I don't know, just some random shit, broken, like pieces of people's hiking shoes are shitty. They weren't wearing Lost Portivas, I'll tell you that. They were wearing fucking Keens. No, Keens are nice. They were wearing fucking, Jimmy, don't drink that. They were wearing uh, their Adidas up there. Horrible idea. And yeah, I saw some like pieces of shoe. (laughs) Oh, and there was this like weird like bucket I'm sure the hiking nerd people love this right now. There's this like bucket thing of, um, it was like a Tupperware container full of notebooks and random notes and shit. Like people write in and leave on the top of the mountain. I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, we got to the top. So there was one part where I was like, shit, like I'm not on a rope and I could fall pretty far here. And I was just like, trust in my body. I was trusting my legs, trusting my feet, trusting my little fingers. I'm glad I didn't, I didn't have a manicure on that day. I didn't have like some long nail situation happening. I had like short little stubby nails, which is perfect. And I had to like, my body was like a little puzzle piece. And I was having to figure out how to make it fit onto the cliff and like get myself to the summit. And like, that's how you get to the top. Like you have to scale this rock face. I think it was called, it was like a crack. We were, we were crack climbing, I think. I don't know. So then we got to the top and we brought a drone and forgot that we we got all the way up there and realized we didn't have the propellers for them. But we still like used, we still like played with it. We like looked, it has like this drone has VR goggles that you wear when you take the video. You like where you can like move your head around and like, I don't know. So we were playing with the drone, chilled up there. We like took a little, like we just laid on the rocks and like napped. It was great. And then, uh, oh, on the way down, we went a different way. So is this interesting? I, I guys, I have so much more to cover. We haven't even, we haven't even talked about the, uh, how did Obama say it? Taliban, Taliban, Taliban. We haven't even talked about the Taliban. <sighs> I kind of don't want to. I feel like I might save that for next week after this week unfolds, which, what is it called? Sharia law. It's about to get fucking put in place any day now. And these people, these poor people who are trying, I think we all saw the videos at the airports of them 
trying to get away before it's too late. They're all fucked. It's just, they're just, they're just trying to like live a good life, raise their family, like, like be happy, not have, not live in fear. And as soon as those borders get, I don't know how it works, but like the Taliban, I don't even want to say it right. How do you, I don't, however they say, I want to say it right. Taliban, fucking bullies. These fucking people are going to keep them, they're going to be stuck. And these young women, I'm seeing these stories of them getting like taken and forced to like be, what is it called? Like marry this Taliban soldiers or I don't even know what, did they force them to marry, force them to be a wife? I don't even know. It's horrible. God, there was even a video of that big um, plane taken off and then someone just like falling off of it. They were trying to like escape and they fell off the plane wing or something. Yeah, but I think I'm going to save that. The, I don't know. Maybe I'll go more into it after this week unfolds, but we're fucking, we're weak right now. This isn't a good look for us. This whole situation. It's not a good look for the United States of America. It is not a good look. And I feel like it's our, it's, we fucked up big. And it's kind of, it's kind of scary. It's like, I just like, how do these people, like, how do these people, the embassy, how do, they're the first people that are, oh my God, like, how are they going to get out of there? How are they going to be saved? Like, how is this, how does this work? This week's going to be, the stuff that's going to unfold this week is going to be I feel like even more terrifying than what we've seen this over the last like 10 days or however it, they literally took over a country in 10 days, 10 days. And we were in there for 20 years, dude. It's like we fucking lost the war. I feel like that is like, Oh, the Taliban just like came in and took over the Afghan government intended it like we lost the war like what were we doing what was that like how many trillions of dollars did we spend and for what they took I'm not laughing but like what the fuck (laughs) oh shit okay I wasn't gonna talk about that I kind of did um oh the way down on the hike let me pour my bubbly I have like a special glass here that makes my cup cold my fifth fourth grade teacher Mrs. Richland, she used to have one of these and she drank Diet Coke. She drank Diet Coke out of it all day long. And I remember one time I had to go to the freezer in the teacher's kitchen and I had to get her frozen cup out of the freezer for her. I thought it was really cool. Do they still make those? I'm sure they still make. Yeah, of course. I'm like literally drinking out of one, but this is not made for, this is made for whiskey. It's not made. It's like a frozen cup. It's like a frozen whiskey cup that I'm drinking my bubbly sparkling water grapefruit what is this grapefruit flavor with other natural flavors and <laughs> cellulose what does this even say on it do you have the these like sparkling water cans have the weirdest like have you ever looked at a, a, a LaCroix have you ever read what's on the can, on, on a LaCroix 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 crayon like, there's some weird, like, I don't even know what it says, but I remember one time I was reading a LaCroix can. I'm like, what the fuck? It, I think it said something like, no, no something. No, no shame. <laughs> I don't even know. 
Anyways, um, I should, I don't know. I should have put an ice cube. I, so the reason why, so I ordered groceries on Amazon. Uh, God, I'm fucking lucky. I'm just like, you know what? I, let's like, I don't want to talk about Afghanistan anymore, but if this whole situation doesn't make you fucking realize how uh, like how amazing you have it over here in this country like I don't know what will like this is like it makes I'm just like oh I just ordered Amazon groceries and my sparkling water is lukewarm because I didn't put it in the refrigerator and it sat out all day and so now I have to put it in my fancy whiskey glass that I put in the freezer because so my drinks can stay cold like what the fuck I don't know these fucking got they're like oh my god I have so many opinions about the Taliban and just like they come across like fucking like thug just fucking rat just fucking degenerate like they do not they're just disgusting human beings they it's like bullying all these people these innocent people for what it's like god i don't know they're disgust they're just dis- ugh. like i see pictures and i'm just like ugh. yeah fucking i'll just call them rats i don't know what else to call them they're like the rats of the earth right now in my opinion okay so jacqueline needs to cool cool offering cool jacqueline cool cool down Turn that AC. Should I go turn my AC back on? I think I need to. I'm getting too heated. <sighs> okay. So I did yoga this week and it was, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What else is in my, on my list here? Oh, I didn't even finish the story about hiking. Yeah. So we basically free soloed up. It was like, I don't know how many feet, like maybe 15 feet of rock to get to the summit. And then on the way down, we had to, it was so cool. There was like this cave. We like crawled down a hole, a tiny hole. We were in this little crawl space, this little cave. And then that cave turned into a bigger cave with an, like a lookout and like an opening. And then if you look straight down from the opening, there's a, like a cliff, like a, a narrow cliff thing that has a rope installed. Thank God. I shout out to whoever installed that rope. It saved my life that day. Uh, that you had to like climb down repel down I don't know so that part was super cool because of the caves and that's where I saw those notebooks and those journals I don't even I didn't even look through it I just saw it and I was like oh this is kind of interesting um so yeah I like turned around went down the rope it wasn't that bad I do I mean I literally was like oh I got this I do the splits like I was just gonna put one foot up high one foot down low on the bot on the step I needed to go down and then boom I'm in the splits and then boom, I do it one more time the other way and I'm all, and I'm all the way down. Just like a one, two step, boom, boom. And I think, I don't know, overall, like I'll wrap up the hiking story. Great experience. I've done the stupid little Torrey Pines hike here in California. It's not even a hike uh, here in San Diego a thousand times. Like when I used to live close to it, I could walk there and I walked there. Like I would just, that was like my workout. I'd run Torrey Pines like throughout the week. 
But since I moved to San Diego, I haven't actually done any hike, like actual hiking or I haven't gone out to any cool spots to like be outdoors other than really just the beach. So that was cool. Great experience. Um, I think it just builds confidence. It gets you out into fresh air and it was so, oh my God, it was a good thing to clear your mind. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I think that's mostly what it did. Like gets your mind just like like stripped of all the noise and all the bullshit of the world. And literally the noise, because when we were at the, when we were at the summit, uh, my favorite neighbor's walking by and she's kind of hunched over and I'm like, I just, do you ever see people that are hunched over when they walk and you're just like, stand up straight, just stand up straight. Just take your shoulders. Stand up straight. Like, isn't it? I can't, you know, it just looks painful. And she's got a cane. I guess it's a low back thing, though. And that it hurts to stand up straight. God damn. I never want to get like that. Um, I'm shutting my blinds because she can probably see me in here gossiping about her. She's cool. Like, the other day, like, I don't know, about a month ago, actually, I talked to her in her apartment for, like, five hours. Not five. Like, two hours. It was so fun. We were just, like, talking about everything and... Um, like my life, her life, her kids, dating, everything. It was cool. She's like 70. She's a retired school teacher. I think I've mentioned her before. Yeah. Um, anyways, overall, yeah, the hike was great for building like confidence in myself and clearing my mind and, uh, facing my fears. But, oh, when we got to the summit and just lay there and kind of napped, it was so quiet. It was like amazing. That's what I love about being out in the wilderness in nature. You have to understand, I grew up, I was like, my mom had us hiking all the time. My mom was into rock climbing, mountain climbing, like grown up. She fucking th- fell in a crevasse at one point and blew out her ACL. Like she came home all fucked up from a, she was like on a glacier. So I was used to that stuff growing up. I was constantly in the outdoors, constantly hiking, constantly doing that stuff. And ever since I've gone on, uh, gone off on my own to college, now to San Diego after college, like I just don't really do that anymore. And I kind of miss it. But the thing I recognize and I realize when I'm out in open space like that is how different it feels in your body to be in that serene, quiet, untouched space you literally just feel so good. And I don't know. It's I, I'm, as you know, I'm going on this five day hike. I'm hell or high water. I'm doing that next month. I've actually got another hike. I actually have two more hikes before that, but yeah. Um, God, what was this episode about skin rashes on my puppy and fucking hiking? Boring. Um, I don't know why I talk shit about myself like that. Like, Jacqueline, you're amazing. Wow, this is such a fun podcast. Wow. You're so talented. Wow. Like, I don't know. (sighs) I don't take myself too seriously. I think that's what it is. And I don't, I don't ever, like, this is the thing I always said when I was back when I was podcasting every day. I was like, I don't, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, like, I just feel like I'm just like everyone else. 
I, I don't want to be average in life, obviously, but I'm just, I'm not special. Like I'm not, I don't think of my, I don't, what's the word? I don't have a big ego about like, um, how do I say this? Like, I don't finish a podcast and go, wow, I'm so interesting. I'm so cool. I'm so talented. Like, I don't think I'm like change, like I'm blowing minds or what am I saying? Like, I don't know. I just have like a, is that self-awareness? I don't know. What is this called? What am I even saying? I don't, okay, nothing is more, I can sniff out people's bullshit so easily now, the fakeness and the bullshit, especially through social media, because I used to, I used to be a former fake bitch, a former fake wannabe influencer type chick who would like posture and perform and calculate every little way I talked and moved and did things online. And like, it's so easy to sniff out now when people do that. And so when I see it, I cringe. So my biggest fear now is like, I never want to come across like that. I just want to, and so the, like, I'll say stuff, I'll kind of talk shit to myself. Cause I, I know like, Hey, I'm just like everyone else. I'm not special. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be better or like be cool or like show off or like flex or like, I'm not into that culture. Like it's a culture. I'll, I'll just admit it. Like I'm realizing that I don't fit into that culture, that Instagram culture, that influencer culture, that flex culture. I just, it's not me. It doesn't feel good. It feels, it just feels like I'm not being myself and I'm doing things for show. And I just don't live for aesthetics and vanity metrics anymore. Not like I did in the past. I just, I I think it was aspirational. I looked up to people that were doing it and I thought, oh, I want to be like that too. And now I don't give, I'm just like, I feel, I just feel like, what is this all for? Is a great migration off social media going to happen like I think it is? Because I think it's going to. And I don't know when, but I just feel like people are going to be like, they're just going to crack. I don't think it's sustainable for a lot of the, I don't know. I think it's lost its luster. And uh, who was I listening to? Great episode. Casey Fry. Yeah, great episode Casey Fry on... Uh, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn he was interviewed by Theo Vaughn and he said something about how he's like a social media guy like a funny guy on Instagram and he kind of just said that like it's kind of like the internet's kind of boring now like it's all been done all the clickbaity like hypey out there like you know big bold beautiful content it's all kind of been done and now it's just it's kind of boring it's not what it used to be and it's kind of had its day and um yeah it's and I think a lot of people like myself it just seems more and more like a waste of life like oh like how many hours of your life have you wasted away just staring at a phone you know what I mean like when you start to really deconstruct it and think about it and reflect on it it's so I wonder in the future, like, what does that look like? Is there going to be, I don't know. I think it's called maturity. It's just all these millennials growing up. They're not going to be like, I don't know, on their phones as much. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not going to stop though, dude. We got like Neuralink happening. Neuralink's going to come after and sweep us all up. Right as right as the millennials are about to leave Instagram, Neuralink is going to be fucking implanted in their brains 
we're all gonna be sucked back in oh shit um what's crypto doing no i'm kidding (laughs) oh shit um did i finish my story okay let me just look at my list here i totally lost my train of thought of like what the topic was going to be about oh oh i was i know i know guys i always remember so i always get on so i get on a new tangent and then at the end of the tangent i go how did i get here and then i remember and then it circles back around to jacqueline was just talking shit about this podcast and what she was doing because she doesn't want to come across like she's like full of herself and i just reflected on that and i was like i don't fit into hype culture i don't fit into the flex culture what's it called like the you know (sighs) okay so just some random details about my life here um I had a call with my therapist. Okay, I'll cross that off. Nothing to say there. Oh, I'll say this. Okay. My thighs are so sweaty. My boobs are... Like, I need to turn that air conditioner on. I'm in a leather chair. This is bad combo. Oh, here's a new tangent. I'll talk about my therapist conversation and that whole thing in a second. But uh, I just discovered tennis skirts and golf skirts. And I don't know why I haven't been wearing these my whole life. Because... I mean, I got, I got legs on me. Okay. I got thighs. I got a big butt. And in the summer, like sometimes I don't want to wear shorts because it's just, they're difficult. Like I've, I have, you know, I've gotten to the point now where I know what looks good. I know what fits me well. I know what styles to buy. I love, um, my favorite jeans or my favorite, yeah, jean shorts ever are one teaspoon, one teaspoon shorts because of the the way they're cut like they're tapered on the side so the front is short and the back of the short is the front is short of the shorts and the back of the shorts are longer and it just they're really they just fit your butt and everything so well they make your legs look really nice so anyways but sometimes I just don't want to put on a jean short or shorts in general and I've noticed that these tennis skirts kind of flare out a little bit they're easy breezy they're you know light material and they look really, I feel like flattering on me. So I don't know. I'm, I'm wearing one right now. I've been wearing like every single day lately. I've been wearing a skirt and it's been, I don't know. I've like fully converted into a, like I always, so I literally just wear dresses now and skirts. Like, I don't know. I can't tell you the last time I put a pair of jeans on. Yeah. Like I'm, or pants. Like I don't wear, unless they're yoga pants. Like I pretty much just wear dresses and skirts. And I feel good about that. Like, you know what? It's all about embracing your feminine energy and being, uh, you know, like, or like, just like, what's it called? Like embodying your inner goddess. And for me, or to me, that's like wearing dresses a lot. Jesus Christ. All these TikTok videos about connecting to your feminine soul, your feminine energy, your feminine. It's true though. Like you feel different when you're, I feel different when I wear a dress I feel sexy I feel like flirty I feel fun I feel cute I don't know just want to twirl just want to twirl in a field of flowers I want to twirl twirl in a field of wildflowers in my sundress and uh drink rosé and have a picnic and eat cheese and bread in France uh 
with a hot man. Uh, and Jimmy, I'm no, he's not coming. I gotta fly him home. I gotta look up flights. That's another thing I gotta do. It's on my planner. God damn it. I gotta fly Jimmy home. I gotta figure out how Delta flies dogs because I haven't flown him on Delta before. Um, dude, are, am I gonna even be able to fly? I, I'm not vaccinated. Am I gonna be able to fly? Shit. This is like what Labor Day weekend. I'm fucked. If that's the case. Um. Oh my god, should I play the audio? Wait, what was I going to talk about? Sorry, I'm kind of coming down from this episode. Okay. Tennis skirt, I talked about that. Um. Oh, the therapist phone call. Yeah, so I was without my medication for, what, five days, as you know. Okay, maybe you don't know my life story, but... Because it's been about a year of me podcasting. It'll be a year, September 4th. That'll be my one year one year anniversary of podcasting. Um, before COVID, beginning of 2020, I was working. I was doing things. I had a big, bold, beautiful lifestyle, baby. I was, uh, I was plugged into this world. Like, a, like, I don't know. I was just like, life was normal. Like, that's the last time it was normal, right? quote unquote like normal pre-COVID and COVID hit lost my job uh decided not to go move back home with family because I considered that I was like I'm not gonna ride this out alone I want to be around family this was it was so scary like I was on the phone for hours with my family every single day that first week like do I get a U-Haul do I move do I get a storage unit do I pay for rent here and live with like I didn't I didn't know what I was gonna do I decided to stay in San Diego and I had I had a new job at the time, so I lost that. And then uh, a new apartment. Like, right in March, I moved into a new apartment. Like, right before the pandemic. And uh, my own place. Like, I've always lived alone. Well, not always, but I like to have my own place. And uh, basically from March, April, March, April, May, June, July... For five months, I would say I was depressed pretty bad, like clinically depressed. Like I was, I was, it was bad. I was basically just, you know, every day was, I, I remember waking up, like especially in May, there was a period in May where for two weeks I didn't go outside. Okay. It's pretty bad. Um, I've always been like looking back on my life I don't, I don't have anxiety. I really don't get anxious about stuff or worried and I don't have panic attacks. I don't have that like anxiety thing. I'm more of a depressed person where I'll just get like, what's the point? I'll just kind of sit around and I just like don't want to do anything. Zero motivation. I'll just sit and I'll just think and stew. And I remember for like two weeks there, I would, I would wake up and I just felt like a wilted flower and I couldn't it's hard it's like a weird feel you can't really describe the feeling it's just like you're just ever and depression what is the quote depression is selfish because it's all about you and then people tell depressed people to like stop being like it's easy just like stop thinking about the the sad stuff just don't think about that it's just like you know but what it really so I just felt like a zero like I would get out of I would lay in bed in the morning and I just go it's because I didn't have anything to do 
that's probably what it was like oh I needed a before that I was activities excursion friends uh trips workplace going to the gym every single morning blah, blah blah and anyways um you know so that happened so I'm trying to tell you this is all wrapping back to my therapist phone call and being out of medication so then in in July last year my mom and sister came to the rescue and visited me and am I still recording (laughs) Jesus this is a two-hour podcast hold on sometimes I get nervous um they came to the rescue came and saw me and they were just like Jacqueline you look like shit you need help and they screamed at me and we had this heart-to-heart like in a good way heart-to-heart conversation they're like you're not yourself this is like what's going on like Jacqueline you know and I knew it it's just like until you're until someone you love like your family someone close to you like that calls you out I feel like it was also like calling me out of my bullshit like they knew I was better than how I was living and how I was allowing myself to just like sulk and and like they knew I was built for greatness they knew I was dude literally literally okay 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 like I I believe life unfolds however it's gonna unfold like it's I don't know if it's pre-written or whatever for everyone but like that conversation and my sister specifically calling me out of my bullshit and saying what she said to me she was like Jacqueline you are she was just like (laughs) she's like you're basically like she basically told me how great I was and how this doesn't matter like this isn't you like you're not this isn't this is you're supposed to be popping off right now what the fuck um and so, yeah, I, basically after they left, I, um, actually my mom helped me a lot with like, oh, that's when I got my own health insurance. Yeah. I remember that I got on my own health insurance on that when they came here. So I started buying, I started paying for my own health insurance. I got a therapist and then my therapist got me on, uh, an SSRI. So I take, um, medication for my, uh, mental health I don't know what's it called depression like I don't really feel like I'm depressed anymore but I will say I 180'd the fuck out of my life over the last year like it's a pro- we're approaching September and like that girl I was that little meek sad depressed chocolate like me a year ago compared to now it's like what the fuck like you could change so much in a year if you're listening right now and you're not feeling yourself and you're feeling down and you're feeling blah and you're feeling tired and you're feeling depressed and you're feeling like I have nothing going on in my life like it's po- like I know there's so many people that say this stuff but like literally one day at a time one step at a time you can change your life in a year and I really feel like I have like every little area of my life right now other than my sleep and my vitality what did I say in the beginning <laughs> uh we're firing on all cylinders we're we're up we're we're moving the needle we're moving the needle forward I feel like I've got this wave of momentum right now that I've been riding for a while that feels really good and um I honestly think it's a combination of a lot of things but I was opposed to medication at first but I really think it helps it really helped me I don't produce serotonin I guess at the at a normal level like it it just doesn't like I don't know how to describe how I don't really know how it works in detail that much but basically it just bumps it up to a normal level so that I'm uh not 
cloudy and foggy and sad all day. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's too much information or necessary to tell strangers on the internet that I take medic, like I take an antidepressant, but I don't know. There's so many people that do. And I've been on a, so yeah, on the phone call with my therapist, I was like, what the fuck? I, I needed a refill. It's been five days. No, I wasn't like that. But basically I was like that. I was like, so when I, so this is the second, no, this has happened maybe three times. Basically I ran out of my prescription and I noticed my pharmacy didn't text me that, that I had a, um, you know, one ready. And I was like, Oh God, okay. What the hell? So I tried to like, basically there, there was an issue contacting her and, Uh, she like didn't have it set up on a reoccurring thing whatever so I didn't have it for five days and I will say that it when you stop something like that cold turkey like I don't know I I'm the type of person that gets withdrawal symptoms pretty bad like day five I was just sad and on the verge of crying for no reason like that's not and and I was just kind of like I got to the point where I was like I felt like a I felt like the joker I felt like I was like going insane I was like because I knew in my head I was like I know like I knew it wasn't me being sad like I knew I wasn't this was this was like because of the withdrawals and not having the medication so I was like ah I was like laughing at myself about it like oh fuck me like oh this is of course like oh this is what happens when you don't take your meds like and I'm cracking and I broke down and I called someone and I was just like I'm embarrassed I'm a mess and da 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 and (sighs) it wasn't that dramatic I probably made it sound a lot more dramatic than it was but that feeling of like feeling like you need to cry and you're sad and you don't know why is so annoying it's like is that a girl in her period basically I think that might might be a girl in her period basically yeah similar similar thing some people on their periods that's just sometimes that happens to me on my period um i'm actually getting my period this week fuck (sighs) tmi again i don't know we're getting comfy now it's the end of the episode um oh i wrote i need to buy a new couch again (laughs) okay so (laughs) i'm currently looking at my new couch i did a big couch series back in I think June when I had bought so I bought a couch that didn't fit through my door that I had to resell uh because I got it off of the offer up app I didn't buy it from the I didn't it was a living spaces utopia couch that I found on on offer up so I couldn't like bring it back to living spaces I had to resell it so I told that story then I told the story of how I bought a second couch and one of the pieces because it's a sectional didn't fit through the door but the other st- pieces did and it's here now it's here to, you know it's in my living room at all. it finally fit I did an entire I, like I had a whole series back in June about that anyways recently okay I'm currently looking at my couch and I've had it I fucking had it I've, I've I, I give up I got a I have a golden retriever and I have a red couch this couch is red crushed it's like crushed velvet or sweat I don't know it's like microfiber crushed microfiber red and he's a golden golden retriever and it's constantly full of hair and I vacuum it every single day and I've had it I've given up and I have my white extra duvet covers like spread around it I'm just like 
I don't want to see the hair. So there's pro- it's pro- those duvet covers. It's probably so full of hair right now, and I, but I can't see it. It's white, and that's why I wanted a white couch in the first place. But the the red couch is kind of a vibe. Like my it's my place is very like old like it's like what's the vibe in here like mm, kind of like your grandma's house but like also your grandpa's man cave or like den or like I don't know there's like a lot of dark wood and leather Uh, (laughs) I don't know it's super like vintage and old um Mixed with modern, because I think the best combination in home decor is modern, super modern pieces next to vintage pieces. Nothing looks better than that to me. I don't like, one thing I've ranted about a lot is how millennials love mid-century modern, like everything mid-century modern. I can't walk into, and if I walk into an apartment, a house, whatever, all mid-century modern, I fucking, I get so like, I, I like, I don't know. It it pisses me off. I think it's those it's those little legs. It's those little tiny legs on the bottom of every piece of furniture. For what? You know what I mean? Every little thing like your your couch, your uh ottoman, your side tables, your uh everything. What else is a piece of furniture? Credenza. Like everything's got these little or there's specific little tiny mid-century modern legs and those annoy me. So, anyways, um I wrote that I need to buy a new couch, which is kind of a joke cuz I'm probably not going to cuz it's just I've had it with hauling do- or hauling couches through the door, but maybe in a year I'm probably going to you know what I'll end up doing is move I'll move out of this place when eh, I don't know if I'm going to stay. But when I move, I might sell it and just find something new. Um, these are like so annoying, these stupid details at the end here, but like I wrote that I need to do laundry and that I have clothes in my car I need to donate. <laughs> like I, I cleaned out my closet a month ago and I have a huge suitcase full of clothes to donate. And every weekend I say, Jacqueline, okay, one of your errands this weekend, you're going to go, you're going to donate the clothes, you're going to get this done. And I never do it. So that's a fun little life update. I was holding on to so many old clothes and they're all like all of my like tight, short, skimpy, stringy, like leathery, zippery, like clippy, like go-go dancer fucking like college outfits. Like I just have all these like like I'm not tw- it's weird. Like, I, I don't even want to wear that stuff anymore. Like, I, I'm more into, like, I, I don't know what happens. It's crazy how, I know your brain cells start solidifying when you're 25. What do they say? Like, your brain's fully developed at 25 and you finally am, uh, you become, like, aware of who you are and you're, whatever so I feel like that's happening to me or it has happened where now I'm just like or just called being or just growing up and maturing and wanting to wear more like modest clothing I don't know I just like to be fresh and like classy now and not like full of like like it used to be okay tits out like legs out arms out midriff out what else could be out back out like every little like now it's like okay if I'm showing my tits 
I'm covering my legs or if I'm showing my legs, I'm covering my, t- or if I'm showing my shoulders and, you know, like I'm balancing it out more and I feel like it looks a lot more polished and classy and elevated and sophisticated and like, I don't know. Leave something to the imagination, bitches. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? I don't like the, oh my God, these fashion trends right now. Especially the Y2K shit. If you're 30 wearing that stuff, what are, I mean, live your life, do whatever you want. No judgment, but like judgment. Leave that for the, for for the Gen Zers. Like some of these outfits I'm seeing in Greece, I'm just like, because everyone's in Greece. What the fuck are you wearing? Like the, it's the, it's how everything's cut. It's like cut, like it's tacky. The tacky, that's what it, so tacky fashion, tacky is the new trend. It's weird. It's so weird. Especially like the thongs hanging out of your sweatpants thing that people are doing now. Um, yeah, it's like the Paris Hilton kind of aesthetic, early 2000s. It'll, you know, have its time. It'll probably be away in a year, but. Anyways, um, I think that's it. Should I tell you what I got from my, dude, I could, I could literally podcast. Now I feel so comfortable on the microphone. It's been like two hours. I could podcast all night. Um, should I tell you what I got from my Amazon grocery delivery? Anything fun I got? Um, Guys, I'm addicted to these bagel, these bagels, bacon, egg, cheese bagels with avocado. Oh my god, I would see them sometimes. Like I would see people post them on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. And I never buy the ingredients. I never make them. I realize like I'm so stuck in my old ways with eating. Like I was like, oh, my early twenties was just like. I was like on a constant diet or like constant clean eating journey where I was like always like thinking about how like I was just like protein vegetables like minimal sugar and like no dairy no gluten like I was just constantly in that phase of like eating where I would never buy fun foods because I was always like trying to like snatch for going out that weekend or like going on a vacation and going to Vegas or like fuck, whatever on I was gonna be in a bikini in a week or two so I was like you know I was it was like always like that food stuff was always on my mind like that so annoying and now it's like oh shit like I haven't even been eating good I haven't been I haven't even been, I, like I have zero variety but I still like find myself at the grocery store like buying that like like what was that Walden Farms bullshit I used to buy? The dressings that literally say zero calories. Like how is that even possible? Like I don't buy that any. Like obviously I don't, but I see it and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? I don't know. So I I like Pinterest though for inspiration for recipes because sometimes I'm like, what's good out there? What's new? What's trendy? And um, uh oh, by the way, I'm gonna shout out one of my favorite Philadelphia food bloggers. Her name's Erin, and she's Erin Lives Aaron lives Whole on Instagram. And she also has a golden retriever named Coco, who's, like, same age as Jimmy, just about. She's a little older. So I love following her and her fiancé, Tom. She's posting on stories all day long, but I love the type of food she makes. So, like, 
whenever I'm so either I either go on Pinterest or I look at her page for recipe ideas um yeah I don't know I'm just like I feel like I'm I'm like in a rut and I'm just like constantly buying like the same old boring food and I forget like bacon egg and cheese bagels exist <laughs> and I can make them I just have to buy the ingredients like I can't tell you the last time I had like sliced cheddar in a packet I think the last time I bought like like I used to buy like raw cheese organic unpatched like raw cheese because some this dude named Crosby on Instagram would like influence me all about he's cool he like makes cookies and shit like healthy food like healthy cookies but I remember one time he, he was like educating me, me on a story well his audience on a story all about how like drinking raw milk and raw kefir and raw eating raw uh cheese is good and that got implanted in my brain and so now like whenever I buy cheese or in the past or like I don't know not really in the not recently but I would like buy that instead of just cheddar sliced from fucking Sargento <laughs> guys I don't know how to end the episode what else can I talk about I got a task I have a task to do this week I'm currently looking at my junk drawer in front of me at my desk I got it I have like one two I have four junk drawers to clean out and it's such a bitch of a project because there's so many little things you have to organize and like make look good because I can't stand this I can't stand a drawer that's just everything thrown in I have to get little spacers and containers and organize it all it's so much more satisfying to see a drawer like that so yeah that's a project for this week and um poor Bubba he's laying down asleep right now how's your skin bud he's so fucking cute I love my dog guys if you're sad get a dog well that's not why I got him like I was in a good place when I got him um I could not have got if I got him in the be- at the beginning of COVID maybe he would have helped me with my mental health and depression but uh I don't even like saying that like my depression my like I don't identify as like I don't even like that stuff like um I used to work for a company and I remember one of the sayings I've never talked about this company or like mentioned the names. Like I don't say the name of it, but one of the sayings we would say is like, your diagnosis is not your identity. Yeah. I think I had to like make a, I had to like Photoshop a quote for Instagram that said that. Yeah. Your, your diagnosis is not your identity. So like just there, when I said my depression, it just feels like I'm attaching that to who I am. I don't like that. It's not me just something I had and like dealt with in the past just like a little thing it's not like who I am but I notice like now it's like everyone is wrapped up in their diagnosis and they're sharing that with their friends all over social media and it's like that becomes who they like that's it's like how they want people to know them like their diagnosis is like how they want people to know them they get like high off that sympathy shit I guess or attention oh I feel bad for you oh dude everyone out there's babysitting other people's oppression it really pisses me off like I don't know it's like people that it so like any issue it's like okay whatever issue's going on the people struggling with the issue are the last ones to mention the issue it's like the other people that it doesn't apply to go oh it looks like these people are oppressed we should take care of them. We should change all these laws. We should change all these things for them because they need, they, 
they don't like it's like people from the outside put it on them and tell them hey you're being oppressed and like we don't like like you know what I mean it's weird it's like babysitting and they don't have the firsthand life experience themselves they they just cherry pick it around them and go oh like these poor people start a fucking movement for them it's so weird like I could never speak on it's like a white person speaking on racism like what the like or black lives matter it's like I don't know it's just weird um all right I love podcasting amen (laughs) thank you for hanging out tonight today whenever you're listening I hope you have a great week I'll be here next Sunday I'm here every Sunday now it's my new thing make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button on the Apple podcast app or follow me on Spotify wherever you're listening I'm assuming it's one of those two and not to be not to be like forceful and aggressive right now but like I'm not even going to say please. Just go leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Just go down to the bottom of this episode and click. I mean, I'm, I'm like yelling at you. This is your homework. One through five stars. One star if you hated it. Five stars if you loved it. Whatever. You can even write something. But go leave a review. That's what. Please. Okay, I'll say please. It would help me out. It helps other people find out about the show. Um. I don't know. I did say a year ago, at some point, I'm going to take this this podcasting thing seriously and try hard. And I got to do a call to action there at the end. You know what I mean? I got to do it. I got It, it feels weird. Patreon. Here, I got another one. Patreon.com slash TJMS. If you want to subscribe to my Patreon and get exclusive content that no one else sees, it's like a, a I don't know if you guys know what Patreon is. It's a subscription. It's my subscription service. It's like the OnlyFans for podcasters. You can, I don't know, check out, like I post stuff there that's like, I post like videos of me doing stuff in my apartment. I post picture, like old pictures and things that back up what I talk about on the podcast. I post just random stuff. Everyone gets a shout out on there when you join. Um, I used to mention people at the end of the show. I might start doing that again. Like I'll shout your name out. There's all these perks. Um, over on patreon.com slash TJMS. Um, okay, I think that's it. Leave a review, subscribe to my Patreon, follow me on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, I hope you have a great week. Stay safe out there. If you're in Afghanistan, stay fucking stay safe out there. Oh my God, fuck. <sighs> I didn't end up talking about that at the end, like I mentioned, but... Jesus fucking keep those people safe. Amen. It's heartbreaking. Like, uh, I'll talk about it next week. I know I will. Yeah, for sure. I'll elaborate a lot more, but yeah. If you're listening, I love you. I hope you have a great week. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. I say this, I mess that up. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy and I hope you love yourself. Do I say it like that? No, I don't know. I used to say the same thing at the end every single time. Hope you're happy, healthy. Hope your family's good. Hope the fam's good. I can't end the episode. I don't know how to end a podcast. Uh, Thank you for being here. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next Sunday. 
Okay, bye.